I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors. Brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning. Welcome to a brand new day. It is a pleasure to have you with us for another week, another edition of KSL Outdoors Radio. We're in between storms here, which... I guess we should get used to over the past couple of weeks, but boy, the timing of these storms as they have made their way through, uh, particularly for those of us that are in studio for Utah's Morning News and Morning Drive, has just been crazy. Uh, And we've got another round coming. It looks like tomorrow and Monday, according to uh, the KSL Weather Center. We'll keep an eye on that one, but uh, hopefully you got to wherever you were headed over the past couple of days, because many did not. And uh, Thursday in particular was a terrible day. We're broadcasting, actually recording today on a Thursday, which has been the case for some time now, ever since the pandemic era. So Tim Hughes in studio at Broadcast House in downtown Salt Lake City. Russ Smith is back with us after uh, slipping out on us last week, uh, but but for good reason, which we won't talk about <laughs> here on the air. Although, yeah, I, let, let, let me just say this, uh, with the uh, passing of uh, one of the more visible stars, former Cheers uh, actress uh, passing away of colon cancer. It's good that you went in for your colonoscopy. Got to test that system out every couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 really not. I, I had a couple of struggles, which we won't go into. No, but normally it's a pretty easy procedure. Yeah, Kirstie Alley passed away this last week. Uh, what yeah. was she? Sixty-seven years old, I think. Uh, anyway, sad, sad note, uh, but it's always a good time to remind people if you're of age right. or if you have a history of it in your family. My kids have already had their first go-rounds with uh, colonoscopies in their 30s. Really? Uh, because their huh. mother passed away from uh, colon cancer. But anyway, yeah. uh, other other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you like to play? What's your week been like? Did we lose Russ? Oh, there you are. I'm here. Yeah. You called me Mrs. You called me Mrs. Lincoln. <laughs> it was a joke, Russ. Mrs. Lincoln, I don't get the joke. All right, but okay. Never mind. It's going to be a going to we'll be a long later. Yeah. going to be a long couple of hours around here. Uh, <laughs> Navadomskis is already with us this morning as well, taking a lunch break from the classroom. Good morning. Of course, I get the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Um, and uh, it's great. And I I don't like whiners about the snow. No, no, uh, I'm not whining at all. But if you were stuck in it this morning, well, what coming would you from call it, yeah, if you were, I would st- call it magical dust. That's the reason I live in Utah. Yeah. So if you were li- yeah. if you were living in Utah County, 
and sat in a complete standstill for two and a half or three hours today, you wouldn't be so happy about it. But as long as it's falling where we need it to in the mountains, we are all for it. And uh, as I mentioned, we've got more coming. Speaking of that, they don't sell as many Subarus in Utah County. No, you don't. Well, not even Subarus can get through when the road's completely closed down. It had nothing to do with us, uh, you know, not being able to navigate the snow. They weren't letting any cars through this morning, unfortunately. Uh, speaking of the snow falling where we need it, we had a, a great couple of days of skiing this week. Uh, you and Becky and Gail and and uh, myself. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's really good this time of year to be able to ski at that level. There's no question. It's been awesome. And there's uh, all indications are that we're going to be way ahead of uh, the average snowfall for this time of year. Last time we looked, we were about 150%, which is great news. Let me tell you what's coming up on the show today. And by the way, hi to Scott, who is also sitting right there with uh, Russell this morning. You want to introduce Scott, Russ? Yeah, this is Scott Anderson. Not, not the Zion Scott Anderson. He's a he's the real Scott Anderson. Yeah, I wouldn't be here if I was in that position. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Scott's been working with me for quite a while, and and oh, I don't know, about six months ago, he heard me talking to somebody about selling the business. And he says, "Are you serious about that?" And I said, "Yeah, I am. It's time." And Scott will be the new owner very soon. Ah, of Sky Call Satellite. Sky Call Satellite. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to carry on in the same in the same rush rust tradition. I'll have him backing me up. Yeah. Here for the next yeah. year or so, hopefully, and it'll continue on just as it has. Well, we'll be looking forward to connecting with you, uh, especially in that transitional time, so that people know they can still get their satellite phones to go out and share some oh, yeah. of their experiences with us. Bob Grove did that last week, and uh, he, along with Mark Wade, will be joining us again for road trip and coming up in the next hour. And we'll find out what's on their minds today, where we might be headed. Christmas time is always, and, and Navi, we had a conversation last week about bird watching that uh, I got quite a bit of response from listeners, actually. They enjoyed the conversation about the therapeutic side of bird watching. And uh, a conversation we're going to have today with Tanya Kiefer Selby from the Division of Wildlife dovetails right into that. See how I did that? Dovetails. Yeah. I got it. With the, Christ- the the Christmas bird count is coming up, uh, which they do every year, and we'll explain how all of that works. Nate Zielinski will be with us. Uh, it is that time of year when we start talking about ice fishing and the ice fishing tournaments uh, that we have uh, actually tried to get some publicity for over the last few years is coming up. They've got two Utah events, I think January and February. So Nate reached out to me last week. And will be uh, joining us to give us a little more details about how you can be involved with that. I don't know that the ice is uh, uh, safe to be out on just yet, Navi. Have you had reports? Yeah, there's um, a number of places. Um, Schofield is fishing fine. Um, um, obviously, Fish Lake is fishing fine. And, and Strawberry is half frozen. I mean, it's more than half frozen. So, yeah, I mean, I was going to give that as an idea for my um, fish bites. But I didn't get enough, um, you know, research to make sure that everybody's going to be safe out there. But it's definitely ice fishing time. Yeah. And so we'll find out more about that. And we'll probably reach out to Paul Phillips up there at Strawberry in the very near future so he can give his firsthand reports. We'll get to news of the week in a little bit. I did reach out to uh, Sarah Huey up at Park City, but I haven't heard back yet. My hope is we can actually connect today or tomorrow and be able to uh, share the latest happenings up there at Park City. And Roger Eggett, of course, from Bear River, Bear River Lodge 
uh, will be joining us. I had to throw this out here. I was going to save it for uh, the news of the week, but I'm off. I'm just afraid we won't have time to get everything I've got uh, scheduled in. Uh, the Division of Wildlife Resources, you'll love this, Russell, has come out with a Utah Roadkill Reporter app. You and I were talking about roadkill for some reason. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, up in Montana, you've got family that actually, uh, I don't know that they, you know, look for this kind of thing, but it's its legal to keep roadkill up there, right? And did we lose Russell again? We did. Russ is gone. So anyway, we'll try and connect with Russ coming up. But uh, for you, Navi, this uh, new roadkill, Utah roadkill reporter app, Available uh, in both the Google Play Store and Apple App Store. They say that it uh, uses GPS tracking technology to collect high-accuracy data on animal carcasses involved in uh, vehicle collisions and will uh, collect data on reported animal carcasses, animal carcasses that have been picked up, pickup routes uh, being completed by contractors. And they actually use this information to uh, help in their planning and where they need to, you know, be looking to put up some fencing or some uh, some bridges that go around. Do you know what the laws are in Utah surrounding roadkill, by the way, Navi? Um, not in whether you can eat the animal. I do not. I do know that the deer don't pay attention when it says deer crossing. They go wherever the heck they want. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but I did look it up. Utah, you are allowed to pick up a non-protected animal, skunks, raccoons, etc., uh, but for animals that are protected, like deer and elk, you have to contact a wildlife biologist or conservation officer, and they have what they call a salvage permit that then allows you to, uh, I think, take it home if you so desire. And you've got, you know, depending on the damage done to the animal, obviously. So anyway, we'll talk more about that. I'm hoping that we can uh, make a connection with Faith Jolly about that uh, at some point in the future. And I actually found a little music to go along with the story. A roadkill Christmas. Believe it or not, there's music out there for just about everything. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll have some news of the week for you coming up in just a minute. Stay with us. I couldn't believe what I saw in my rearview mirror. My wife was wrestling with a mad deer. It's a roadkill Christmas. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Just enough time for a little news of the week here to uh, share before we get you a news update on the half hour. 
And on the other side, look forward to uh, talking ice fishing. And, of course, Navinovskis will have a uh, Fish Bites report for us this morning. Nate Zielinski will join us, and we'll talk about a couple of events that are coming up in January, February. Speaking of fishing, the Division of Wildlife, as they usually do this time of year, Navinovskis posted some uh, state records, some new uh, record-breaking catches in the state of Utah. I don't know if you saw it or saw the pictures. I put them on our Facebook. I have not. Here's one, Willie uh, Corallo, I think is how you pronounce the last name. Record catch and keep, 10-pound, 28-inch Bonneville cut at the Lost Creek Reservoir back in July. It's a monster. I can't imagine. Uh, Johnny Torrance with a record catch and release, 33-inch walleye caught at uh, Utah Lake in April. And there was another one here, Taylor Hadlock, I believe, with a record catch and release, 16-inch black bullhead catfish. Caught at Quell Creek Reservoir in July. Uh, it's always a little bit different when it's a catch and release, though, isn't it? The numbers sometimes will surprise people. Um, how do you mean? What's surprising? Well, because the uh, size of the fish is different than a catch and keep. Uh, and some, and sometimes you would say, wow, I, I would think there'd be a bigger fish than a 16-inch bullhead catfish that has been caught. But this was a, a record for a catch and release. Well, I think that's about as big as they get, those black, black bullheads. They're pretty small. Um, that, if I heard you right, the guy who caught that monster cutthroat killed it? Uh, yes, catch and keep. 10-pound, 28-inch Bonneville. Uh, those, that gene pool would have been really good in that lake. <laughs> yeah, no Love kidding. those large ones. No kidding. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to talk about today, as long as that is, and I'll remind everybody again, if you want to go to our Facebook page, it's just uh, KSL Outdoors Radio. Make sure you put radio on the end of that because if you just put show, KSL Radio Show, or KSL Outdoor Show, uh, it will be the television show with Adam Eco, which is fine, but you uh, won't see yeah, some of the things we're talking about. <laughs> um, it's it's Christmas time, and, and you may be getting to the point where you're a little worried about finding you know something special for that someone special on your shopping list. I'll start with you, Russ, because of the division, and they do it this time of year, always talk about what a great gift it is to buy somebody a uh, hunting or fishing license or maybe a combination of both. license, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the gift that gives for another year. Uh, do you ever, I your guess. kids ever give you one for Christmas or? Nah. No? They don't care about <laughs> me. <laughs> Navi, when you talk about the price of this as a gift, man, uh, you spread that out over a year. Uh, what a what a bargain. You know, if you, if you buy it for Christmas, you get so much because the thing goes until the following day, year to the day that you bought it. So right. If it's a Christmas gift and you always remember at Christmas, you need a new one. <clears throat> I can't tell you how many times I look at my my license to see when it's expired because I can't remember when I bought it. And, you know, if it were Christmas every year, that would be really easy to remember, and it's a perfect stocking stuffer. And honestly, what you get for it is more than phenomenal. When Every time we go skiing, it costs us money. Every time I play golf, it costs me money. Every time I go fishing – cost me nothing yeah because i bought that license one time very inexpensive and never have to pay for it again every time i go which is the only thing i could think that's like that amanda and i were having this conversation on utah's morning news the fact that we're at a stage of life where we'd much rather have life experiences than stuff around the house right. and uh right. for twenty dollars for a teen 14 to 17 you can get a combination license 
for uh, those 18 to 64, $38 gets you the same thing. Uh, 65 and older is just $29. We're almost there, guys. And, Russ, you're already there. $29 for a well, combination of lunches. <laughs> All right. For some reasons, it Ooh. is good to be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you're just looking, that's a combination license. If you're looking for just the fishing license, right. it's 5 bucks for kids 12 and 13, $16 for those 14 to 17, and just $34 uh, for those 18 to 64. And for the old guys, 25 bucks. Yeah. For a fishing hey, license. not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. So, uh, anyway, keep that in mind. You can go to wildlife.utah.gov to get those uh, fishing licenses for the new year and uh, make it a stocking stuffer. I like that idea, Navidoskis. We'll take another break. We've got a news update coming on the half hour. Just a reminder that uh, after the top of the hour, Tanya Kiefer Selby will join me. The Christmas bird count is coming up. We'll tell you what that's all about. Also look forward to going on the road with the boys. Road tripping today with Bob and Mark. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.